0: Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ogilvy Straight, and we are starting the uh, Experimentalist podcast here. This is episode forty-three. Gonna just take a chance at that number right there. If you listen to the show ever before, you know that I don't know what number show we're on. So I know it's around forty-three. I'm really pushing just to get to fifty, and. Um, and hopefully have a breakthrough in life. So we're getting close to that eventuality. Um, Before we kind of get into anything here, I just kind of, uh, I'm gonna bring the music back up. Um, We're gonna listen to this uh, crunchiness that I got started just for about a minute or so. See what the deal is. I'm gonna sip on some coffee and try to think about the sweet things in life. And then I'll be right back to talk about the sweet things in life. stop collaboration to keep this world moving around in circles, around the sun. <laughs> um, I was looking back through some of these notes that I have written down. Um, every once in a while on the website at Oglebistraight.com, uh, I have an explorations page, which is uh, basically just things that I've written that uh, usually make it on the show. So I, you know, write from time to time to try to get the creative parts of my brain working. And then um, with this music in the background, uh, a lot of times I try to go back and read that. Um, And so then I post it on the Explorations page just uh, to kind of connect the two things. So, um, you know, maybe one of the times I've read it on the show and then you can go back and read it if you're interested um, just to see kind of how how that matches up, too. I'm kind of interested in the fact that when you read something, there's still a voice inside your head and you read it a certain way. It could be completely different from the way the person that wrote it intended it. And I find that myself, uh, when I'm writing it, it sounds a certain way. If I go back and read it two weeks later, it I don't read it the same way. Um, so that's kind of interesting to me that that happens. Um hopefully that's interesting to you too. I don't know all this stuff is kind of about um just looking into the creative process. Um it's really kind of fascinating to me how people can live in a creative world. It's very hard. Um and kind of doing this podcast as a way of me just kind of diving into that and now I've been doing doing this for a couple months I'm trying to play music I'm going out and playing in public more now and every level you get into there's just you, un, you uncover things you didn't know would be there um, different emotions that you didn't expect I think for me, there's certain times where I'm playing music that it becomes. It it becomes like all I care about right in that moment. And I'm surprised by it too. I think maybe that's part of improvising where you can actually be playing listening to yourself and be surprised at the results like what's coming out um, I'm gonna turn the music down just a bit there and I'll I'll explain why too not to jump away from the topic but I could hear it in the background and I remember when I started playing that part I switched to guitar and uh, it was out of tune like crazy out of tune um which is unprofessional i guess if i started recording and didn't tune up the guitar i did i did recognize this too um i hadn't changed the strings in a long time and i usually wait to break strings and that's my clue to change them but um I changed them and the sound was crazy different. So tip to guitar players out there. I like giving tips to people that (laughs) are, uh, I mean like any real guitar player probably knows everything that I would have to say. So it's funny to give tips to people. It's like the only people I could really give tips to about guitar are people that don't play guitar. So anybody that doesn't play guitar out there that is interested in how often you need to change strings, I'm gonna say at least once a month. Get some good strings and change them once a month. So that is today's PSA announcement. I'm going to uh, quote a poem here. This is an unpublished poem. Don't think about endings. Don't hide from what's coming. Get into what's freaky. It's better than the same. Old things need completing. Don't slide till it's done. Things should always be different. And the change is begun. It's quite alright to be stuck inside. If you know that you can always open up the door. It might be okay to get things moving. You can shut down the flat screen and go check out the world. The previous pleasures, so hard to leave behind. New projects are growing. Pick and peel off the rind. Thanks a lot, everybody. That's Untitled Poem by Snarby McGlooch. And let's get back into some Ogilvy Street jamage here. thought, and then a voice springs out of nowhere, interrupting your concentration. What was it that you were concentrating on? You know, I tried to read... This thing, you know, <laughs> I'm laughing because th- this past week, at least, whoo, was a bad one. Bad one in terms of the stuff that I'm creating you know i'm spending a lot of time at a computer trying to write but write what i like enunciating some words the the part that i was trying to read starts with three words and they're all the same word writing Writing, writing, I was having... some trouble lately. And I think, at first, it was ironic because it... I was having trouble because I was feeling good. Um... I'm talking, like, top-of-your-game type of shit. And I don't feel that way very often. Um... I tend to think too much, and that doesn't mean um, uh, I feel like I'm, uh, you know, super intelligent or anything like that. It's not that the thoughts are um, (laughs) mind-blowingly cool. That's the word that I went for, cool. That's how intelligent these thoughts get sometimes no but um there you know there was like a this week and a half period it's over now so it's kind of hard for me to even talk about but at first it was like it was just like average walking around clear headspace, just being a person not overthinking every damn thought and action just being alive and being a dude and I was existing in that for a good week and a half, and it was amazing. It's so weird that that's kind of what I would uh, assume is normal, a normal way of existing and walking around and living life. Just getting to that normal normalcy felt like I was on top of the world. And I knew that it was going to change. I just knew it. Maybe uh, knowing it or thinking that I know it causes the change. It's hard to really say because it happens regardless. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I had this... I mentioned it, I think, last week or so on the show, and um, I had an MRI scan, and it was bad, and it changed something in me. It kind of cleaned me up for a week and a half, and it was nice. You know, and I can't help sometimes thinking that throughout this whole process, I'm also not drinking any alcohol, which is... Kind of feels like a curse. But at the same time, but when, when things were clearing up and I was walking around feeling like a regular ass dude. It's hard not to think maybe it's the hiatus from the booze that's doing that. But also, I went down to Raleigh went to this uh, music festival thing that they had downtown on, I, I think, Fayette Street. Really, really awesome local community event where there was phenomenal bands, couple stages, the city, straight up downtown on the main street, closed down so artists can come and display everything that they're doing. That's a crazy cool event to put on for free. I mean, for donation, if you wanted to give one. They had little boxes around. But, I mean, come on. I and mean, The bands that they had were amazing. Uh, th- to get kind of back to the personal side of it, I was there by myself for eight hours, cruising around, thousands of people there. I'm walking around, don't not with anybody and so th- feeling kind of lonely except when the music's on then I'm into it freaking weird situation but anyway uh it probably could have been eased a little bit if I got like a brew or two and started talking to the locals but I, you know there's a part of me that might shut down because i'm not lubricated by the booze and that could cause negative things as well so these thoughts come around and um you gotta deal with them and luckily when i do or don't there's music kicking in the background so it's a good distraction I want to just bring this up like one more time just to analyze this a little bit more but you know I'm thinking a lot about uh alcohol drinking alcohol and and my connection to all that stuff and I, I, I find that just in the past couple weeks or whatever where I haven't been drinking at all um I'm noticing that It's on my mind a lot, and I'm bringing it up on the podcast. Um, And i I mention it it so much that it seems like I'm an alcoholic with a problem. Um, That's not really the case because I know that there's people, there's tons of people out there with real deep, hard, seemingly unbearable addictions. And I don't want to triv- trivialize that at all or put myself in ki- in that kind of struggle. I would say I'm more like a controlled alcoholic. Like I love beer and wine and I love the experience of alcohol entering my bloodstream and altering my mind. And I just realized that I equate that experience with love as an emotion so those two are connected um i don't really get drunk i don't like that experience but you know there's that just this thing that happens you uh drink like one or two delicious ipas by stone brewery and whatever feeling that is that comes through me i my brain or my soul or something like that, whatever that thing is that feels like you, that tells me that, oh, that's what love feels like. So that creates a weird little connection that may not be the most true. And I think that's kind of mentally what I'm dealing with or emotionally a little bit. Um, so, So it's gets brought up a lot. Like, I'm thinking about that. So, I don't want it to make it seem like I'm dealing with a crazy addiction um, that puts me in bad spots because I'm not, when I am drinking, it's like a beer with dinner or a glass of wine or something that I really enjoy. Um, it doesn't get to a crazy, whacked out blackout stage, a stage where you're waking up at 6.45 a.m., your entire room disheveled, a broken keyboard up against the wall, and blood, oh God, blood everywhere. It's even crusted on your face, and you're looking around, just wondering, how did things get this way? favorite, absolute favorite things to do, it's like once, maybe twice a month, start knocking back a couple of delicious IPAs by Stone Brewery, get on the phone late at night with my pal Karsh McCabe, and just letting loose, laughing, and listening to him tell fascinating stories about, I guess now, hard work, ethics. All that type of stuff, and it's it's amazing how things change, because while he's telling those stories, I'm just kicking back and literally dreaming about how he once drove his maroon Chevy Impala into an opium field. Loaded up the back seat with poppies and munched on him for 425 miles all the way back to Central Florida where he parked his car out in front of his house and fell asleep only to wake up with the car looted Poppy's gone tires gone stereo gone it's amazing how the lifespan of one individual changes, or can change so drastically in just a few years. Things become more important, less important all the time, and navigating just those things, for me, is tough. It can get hard sometimes to talk to somebody who seemingly has it all figured out. Now, you know they don't have it all figured out, but they make a decision to follow certain things. They identify those things, and they follow them. Funny thing is, right now, I'm not following shit. I'm attempting to lead myself and man, I don't know where that's going.